Welcome to the Hunter's Hub. This this is a video game podcast born of the Monster Hunter community, which I usually forget to say at the beginning of the episode. This is your host, Fortwan, joined by co-host Ace. How you doing, man? Mushroom Kingdom, here we come. I like how muted that was <laughs> when he did it. It was, they took, I as much as, um... It's a it's a sad thing that they didn't ask Charles Martinet to do his voice. I understand why because they're Hollywood and they want star power behind it. But I'm not unhappy with the way Chris Pratt did it. They they toned his personality down quite a bit, which uh, could have been considered like stereotypical racist of Italians. So, you know, uh, I'm okay with the direction. It just sounds like Chris Pratt to me. It, it just certainly sounds, does, yes. It just sounds so much to me like Chris Pratt it, doing a bad Italian accent. It's like it's like Chris Pratt with like with like a bay leaf of Italian accent thrown on it. Like right. <laughs> just just boop. <laughs> no, actually it sounds like Chris Pratt with like a generic store brand Italian seasoning thing. Yes. Yeah, Italian seasoning on and his, it's all his like chicken. Dried out and boring. Barely does anything yeah. for the dish. Whereas like Jack Black Jack Black is like a lively like pepper. A nice picante yes. as it adding spice to it and it I feels felt fun. like Yeah. But that's <clears throat> Jack Black, right? Like you can't he's amazing. Oh yeah, he's always amazing. Um, and then I don't know. I, I I this is definitely the thing that I one of the things that I wanted to talk about tonight is the Mario movie. So this was this was my my piece that I mentioned as we were speaking before the show that I, I yeah. wanted to bring up because there's there's quite a little bit around it. I mean, they've also got the uh, voice actor for Cyborg from the. Teen Titans animations as the uh, Penguin King. Oh, okay. Which sure. Which I I I enjoyed that that opening scene where they all come running out and they frame it like they're starting to wage an epic battle and they're just throwing snowballs yeah. at him as he stands and, still and then they take and out Bowser's a, just standing there and then they yeah. take out a Koopa with a. A uh, larger snowball and like a trebuchet. Right? Yeah. Just, Do you just yield? Totally hit him. Do you yield? <laughs> no. <laughs> I love how it was just like Jack Black playing his. Um, what was his band? Tena- tenacious, tenacious D. D? Yeah, it's just over the top Tenacious D personality as Bowser. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I just. Yeah. I love it. Um, and a lot of people are giving, uh, questioning how much money uh, Nintendo dumped into it because a lot of people are pointing out that uh, the animation and like the shading and stuff looks really good on it compared to other uh, Illumination movies. I mean, they only want the best. Right. They have they had Miyamoto working with them directly mm-hmm. for the whole time. Like 
it's not uncommon for them to, for like a studio to use like an original creator. Yeah. Um, so I learned because of um, Jared, uh, my friend who owns the game store, they do a con- video game convention every once in a while to promote their store and some other things. And they were across from the original guy who created Rampage, the, the video games. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about how they heavily consulted him on the Rampage movie, which is the you know the one I like that everyone calls crap with the rock in it, but like mm-hmm. I like it because it is so. It's got so many Easter eggs and so many callbacks to the <coughs> Rampage games mm-hmm. that that are just there. Um, come on, dog. <laughs> and um, it's just it it is it is nice how they are actually using that material to create something mm-hmm. like in the rampage movie it was like the fact that like the the big final girl that was the bad guy was wearing the red dress which is the girl in the red dress that you eat that is like a big thing in the game and you know like there's a part where Lizzie the the alligator uh in the movie but uh iguana or a gecko or something like that in the games goes through a building and you see like a perfect hole where it goes through the building that's like a normal thing in the games where they just punch the building and there's like perfect holes like where windows used to be and stuff Mm -hmm. and it's just how it is um yeah so I was trying to talk and send the notifications to the Discord. Uh, it didn't work out too well. There we go. Yeah. Now and then it. in addition to this, uh, Nintendo launched their official website for Nintendo Pictures because they acquired the animation studio uh, Dynamo Pictures. Okay. I didn't see that. Huh. So, Nintendo movies? Just a second. So, is, is that what we mean looks, by pictures? Yeah, it looks like, uh, according to the article, uh, they might be entering the animated film game. Mm. So, I mean, Sony already looks, has a hand in that. Sony does a lot. I mean, Sony's responsible for stuff like Hotel Transylvania. So... Yeah, so it looks like they might be uh, joining the fold, as it were, and might be uh, creating animations for more of their IP. I mean, obviously, they're working with Illumination for this project, but mm-hmm. which I always like Illumination. I think they do a good job. So, yeah, I'm not surprised that it looks really good. Mm-hmm. But having their own studio, I could see that too. Because did you ever watch the Pikmin shorts, the Pikmin movies? I have not. My dog is freaking out. Um, they're really high quality. They're really good. Mm-hmm. There's there's one where the Pikmin come up on Olimar, and he's like, he looks like he's chopping up Pikmin, and putting them in a blender and drinking them. And it's literally just carrots and radishes that he's chopping up and putting in a blender. But it's like, it's played out as this like funny kids, you know, 
cartoony movie that was done really well. It's a really short one, uh, but there's a couple of those Pikmin shorts. Uh, and they used to be available to buy on the Wii U mm-hmm. with Pikmin 3. Uh, and Miyamoto had a direct hand in those as well. So I'm not, I'm not surprised that they're trying to branch out into this, which... Most of the time, I would be like, hey, stay in your lane and do what you do with video games. But they're big enough they can afford to spread out like that, I believe. Yeah, so it looks like coming off of uh, Detective Pikachu being relatively successful and then this one possibly being successful, it looks like they're looking to get into more. I mean, it makes sense. The Witcher and the... Uh, Witcher animated movie that they had Sonic the Hedgehog Halo t- the Halo TV show The Last of Us coming out makes sense there's a lot of uh, success going around in terms of video game ab- adaptations of live mm-hmm. and animated content and I mean having just seen the having already seen the trailer for The Last of Us HBO series it looks pretty good i have not but i probably won't watch it because i am nowhere near as invested in that series as you are yeah i well i mean i don't have a tattoo yet so but you're getting there there is a plan eventually eventually wow so mario movie I will say, what do you think this is going to do? Because I think this is going to be huge. Like, I think this is going to be, like, a huge movie. Just already. I mean, it definitely looks like it'll do well. Because they didn't go the whole live-action route and have, you know, guys in Mario outfits. Mario and Luigi outfits. And it... Hey. That was the 90s. This is today. I know. I know. <laughs> and I like those movies, so, regardless of what people say. <laughs> so it looks movie. like it'll do pretty well. I'm guessing it'll probably be number one in the box office for at least maybe a month. Because I'm sure there will be a lot of families going to see it. So you got to figure that's how many tickets yeah. per, per group of per family that are coming in i don't know what else is going to be competing with it to be honest but there's going to be other movies out obviously i just don't know what they are here let me let me pull up the old imdb does it actually have like a release schedule i don't use imdb other than for actors most of the time oh yeah i used to be more into it and i used to like go out and look at the release calendar to see what was on slot for like several years because it's a little bit more uh subdued now guy yeah well with you know studios trying to be more secretive about what they have and what they're doing yeah um sometimes because they have surprises or whatever um that's that makes sense. Sorry, audience, if I'm a little tired today. We were at the Renaissance Festival all day. Ooh, nice. I 
I've been home for about three hours. And then I spent two of that probably napping, mm-hmm. maybe an hour after I got the kids' dinner. Like, it's just. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Being a single father at the Renaissance Festival is is an, a level of energy that I may not have. Because <laughs> you like you're in a crowded place with your kids that want to go see everything. Yeah, and you got to keep your eye on them. Although we saw some really cool costumes, there was uh there was this lady who was dressed as a satyr, um, and she wasn't just like. Oh, I have like these horns and some makeup on and this outfit. It was like her feet were in these high heels where her toes looked like hooves. And you could tell, and you know how satyrs, they have that that goat foot that goes back. That was the rest of the heel. So she was standing on her the ball of her feet with her heel being like the back of the satyr foot. Yeah. Like and it was just like, that is amazing. I stopped her and I was like, your costume is amazing. And Cece was like, I love it. <laughs> like, it was, it was, there were some amazing costumes there. Um, but it was just, it was really fun. Uh, met up with my friend Brian and we had, like, my lunch was a giant turkey leg. <laughs> the girls had chicken strips and fries. Um, Did I miss something? the hell maybe i don't know that's kind of why i started talking about the renaissance festival but you're really good at that. um i made a joke though because there was a lot of very revealing costumes there and i was like as a single yeah. dad it was very stressful but also as a single dad it was a very nice time <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. As a, no what i said as a single dad it was stressful but as a single guy there was a lot of nice costumes, I think is what I said. Yeah. Oh, it's coming on 23. So wait, do they even have that on the list? I don't know. I'm not I'm not the IMDb expert. I mean, I'm not either. You are more than me. <laughs> You're the de facto one. Yeah. <laughs> That's, uh... That's that's about as much as my argument as I can give on that one. Um, I do like how the toad does this fake out of like, don't touch that. Yeah, you know that could kill you. Uh, it was so good. Um, and I I kind of enjoy that it is sort of like an origin story for Mario that mm-hmm. we're seeing in the theaters because most people wouldn't know, I guess. Yeah, you know, that aren't gamers, but also. I don't know. It's I'm, I'm so into the gamer mentality that I'm like, no, everyone knows who Mario <laughs> is and what his deal is. Like literally yeah. everyone. And I, I'm not, I'm not aware of how much people wouldn't know because I've been, you know, we're I'm 34 now. I've been 32 years into gaming. So <laughs> true. Yeah. So it looks like uh, we'll have to wait to see when it gets. Uh actual slated release date because it looks like it's just tentatively scheduled for April expected April 7th 
Yeah, April seventh is is what the trailer said. Which so this, I guess they are kind of keeping release if if they do under wraps because this yeah. only goes up to like January of. 2023 doesn't reach out to april okay so we don't know like i don't i'm not aware of any movies that are coming out next year other than maybe there's some marvel movies that are probably slated Um, on their timeline black Black panther wakanda is i think november i saw it on this list just a second wakanda wakanda forever yeah yeah 11 11 make a wish 11 11 oh boy skyrim day <laughs> um and then it looks like there's a uh, lego spider-man movie that is coming out too on uh the third lego spider-man i never December. heard of that okay yeah my uh i might have to contact our 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 isp because this uh, lag on Twitch shouldn't be happening. Really, it's just me and the house and the girls. They're all away at Paul Bunyan show. Yeah. Uh, looks like Puss in mm-hmm. Boots. The last I know wish about that one is coming out the twenty first. So that'll December. probably uh, Avatar: The Way of the Water is coming okay. out. Okay, so it 16th. might have some things that are still around in April. But they'll be waning at 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 the you know, at best. Because yeah. I could see Avatar having a long run. I mean, how like the original Avatar ran for what almost a year, like it was huge. Well, they're also, from what I understand, they're really the original Avatar, yeah. To like catch people up or. Get I it back really, really liked Avatar back um, when it came out, but these days I'm just sort of like, meh. <laughs> it's okay. I'm not super, I don't know, super into it. Uh-huh. Yeah, my internet has been bouncing around even before we started recording. I hope it holds out today. Yeah, my laptop's also slow, so that isn't helping me get these things. I think I saw this Fable, the actual Fable video game. Okay. Looks like there might be a Fable movie. I've heard of such thing, but I haven't really looked into it. Fable, that was a franchise, and it's one I've never played. Yeah. Also, sort of uh, loosely going into Politith uh, Till, which is uh, centered around Mammy Till, the mother of Emmett. I don't know if you know Emmett Till at all. No. Uh, he was a young uh, black boy from Chicago in, uh, believe, the. Oh, the I've seen 50s. ads for this. Where, uh, yeah, and he got he got lynched. Yeah, he got beat to death. Yeah, yeah, I saw the ads. For and that it movie. looks like it centers around uh, his mom's fight for justice and change. Justice, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, very sad. 
I when we went to go see what did we see? Uh, was it Bullet Train? Well, we saw Bullet Train in theaters recently. Uh-huh. That ad came on, and uh, my mother. Uh, I'm very emotional, but my mother is much more so. And the trailer made my mom cry. That I mean, trailer. That's fair. I mean, he was yeah. only like what fourteen, fifteen. So like, yeah, just a kid, and he completely suffered a horrible fate because of a bunch of racist people. But in the fifties, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, even so, still. No, it well, didn't make it right. Didn't make it right, but it isn't. You know, we're, we're not talking about this happening today, thankfully. Um, but you know, it's it's still it's a history piece on something that actually happened, and you know, we can uh, assess it, I guess. So yeah, um, yeah. My nose I mean, is really itchy. Her approach to it, I mean. It definitely took a lot of courage and strength to decide to go open casket after what those, those men did to him. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, that's a, that's a statement. That's a, that's a, that's a statement to show that to people. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if you know anything about the fable series, uh, I know some. Which siblings, Rohan, Giada, and Calliope, have been on the run constantly ever since the drowning that killed them all four centuries ago, trying to survive in an ever-changing world when the three of them always stay the same, the siblings switch jobs and towns and identities the same way others switch coats and hats. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not that familiar to know what that is. I was more familiar with the mechanics, not necessarily the story. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, I never play the game, so I can't. I that that you know what doesn't seem like the game to me. If Sasha was here and wasn't sick, she might be able to give some insight because those are Xbox games. They were. Yeah. The, oh yeah, I've seen them on Game Pass. Yeah. I just haven't. I don't know if she yet. ever played them though. We'll have to ask her next week yeah sorry audience she's she's out this week she was not feeling well she got sick so and uh morgue isn't here because apparently it's canadian thanksgiving and they do things differently there and i made fun of him for having thanksgiving early because we like doing it (laughs) um but next week we should have all four of us again that's for sure next week is another monster hunter week so another um yeah, and then uh looks like where'd it go? Black Adam out soon. That uh the twenty That is the one superhero movie that I'm looking forward to is Black Adam. Cause I just want to mm-hmm. see it. Oh. Anything dealing with Shazam right now? I wanna see it. Oh, and then uh did you see that? Back to the Mario movie, did you see that a bunch of people were, like, talking about how Mario doesn't have an ass anymore in the movie? Compared no, to, like, I wasn't. His, his video game models, how he's got a more, more yeah, voluptuous butt he's in more, the video games, whereas in this it's just, well, like, he's a lot straight down. 
he's a lot more rounded yeah. in in general in the games and they they made him more like like Chris Pratt's sort of build mm-hmm. if that makes sense not not a chubby thing but like here's just I'm not ripped but I'm not you know overweight like Mario typically right. looks um so yeah I I, I did see that um i noticed it i should say i didn't see the the discourse of people talking about it i've been uh pretty pretty wrapped up and mostly just playing bayonetta this mm-hmm. week um yeah i downloaded it i'm and probably gonna start soon the uh uh space Mass Effect uh, series. Oh, yeah. The trilogy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we still have to... We are going to do that Bickering Bucks episode. I just have to... We haven't set any date or time yet at all. Mm-hmm. Because getting date and times out of Brian's mouth is ridiculously hard. Like, the details for today, for meeting up at the Renaissance Festival, I learned two days ago Mm -hmm. so (laughs) i knew we were doing it and i knew it was supposed to be today um before this but like any sort of finer detail of like when we're arriving and what we're doing and that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. was two days ago and then i don't know if you've seen any change for it all but uh violent night looks kind of funny um it's like a violent yeah it's like a christmas santa claus movie silent night david harbour plays uh santa and then uh okay from what i've seen of it it's uh john leguizamo he plays like a thief or like a mercenary or something and uh tries Mm -hmm. to rob these millionaire billionaires on christmas and one of his henchmen's okay one of his henchmen tries tries to uh assault santa claus so it looks like <laughs> so it looks like uh santa claus is gonna go on a murder spree and uh potentially oh, no. save the family because i believe i didn't watch the whole clip but i believe i saw that there was uh blood in it so let me just double check see if they have so a rated r yep it's rated r so yeah there will be blood. rated r oh yeah and just there the still frame of it uh a very uh, bruised up looking Santa Claus just with a uh, sledgehammer. Oh gosh. So. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> so it looks like it's. That sounds amazing. So it lo- looks like this won't be a children's Christmas movie to go and see. Okay. Um. Wow. <laughs> I mean, they've had other so, other violent Santa Claus movies, like they've had Bad Santa and stuff like that. Yes, yeah, but Bad Santa isn't like Santa, a real Santa taking out other oh, people. Is this the premise that he is Santa Claus or just a Santa, like a? Mm-hmm. So he is Santa. Claus. And although it isn't That's technically, going... I will say the Santa Claus is also very very violent 
in the way that the first Santa Claus dies. He just falls off the by falling falls off, off the roof and roof. then deflates. Yeah. Well, you killed Santa. Yeah. Yeah, I I actually like those. I like the first one at mm-hmm. least. Um, but I also I also have a soft spot for Tim Allen. I like Jungle to Jungle. At least I liked it as a mm-hmm. teen. So maybe. So you know, I I don't know. Tim Tim Allen, I have I have a soft spot for him. It just he doesn't do a lot of movies these days, but I sort of do and sort of don't for reasons. For political reasons. I wasn't mentioning it, but yes. He's... Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's very conservative, I know that. I mean, it's very clear on uh Last Man Standing mm-hmm. what his what his viewpoints are. Um But I can enjoy his art without, you know, buying into his politics. Yeah. I even like Last Man Standing, to be honest. I haven't watched it. It's it's pretty funny. At least I think so. Although the casting changes are real hard real hard to deal with cuz you get used to like someone for being a character for like 3 seasons and then poof his daughter is a total different person. Like hmm. season 1, uh two cast members change forever from from then on there's like 8 seasons to my knowledge. Interesting. And it happens again with the other daughter. Um, like one of the other daughters, like actually both other daughters get changed at some point. It's as far as I know. So like the only people that stick around are basically him and the wife as far as like cast goes. Um, but they, they, they have all sorts of callbacks to tool time and stuff like his wife from tool time, uh, is a widow who had like the, uh, the, tool time tim allen die so there's talks about how he died and what happened and like it's canon within the last man standing story tool time was or something it's just it's really funny it's it's i i don't i won't get into it i'm still i'm still mostly just watching blue bloods actually that's what i've been watching since i got the the big thing and that's that's heavily political that is very political but yeah, police state and all that stuff, and they address yeah. it. At least I think they address it in good ways. But uh, I saw some YouTuber who disagreed vehemently, and I won't get into it. But I think his disagreements—he proved himself wrong. Hmm. Like it's like he complained, like hey, look, and they even talk about it in this episode. This, this, and this. I was like, yeah, they they do. They do address that it's not good in the episode. So. What's your point? <laughs> like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know what you want. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't like if you're asking for that thing and then do that thing and then you're still upset. Like, I don't, you're just upset. Yeah. Some people talk themselves into corners, unfortunately. Yeah. So anyways, back to what we were going to talk about, uh, so Mario movie, very excited. I think this is going to do very well. Um, I don't think and it's probably for me. It's probably going to be like a very quick buy 
on Voodoo or something for me to watch again with the girls and watch again. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully, I can take the girls pretty soon to opening, but I don't. Yeah, I, that far out, I don't know if I'm going to have them that weekend or not. So, yeah. could try to make an exception. Like, hey, you know, can I have them this week instead or, or something like that? But we'll see. I am. Uh, yeah. And then, uh, what, Blizzard, uh, shut down the servers for overwatch and then immediately had all kinds of problems with the launch of overwatch too. I don't know if it's, you saw that. that. That is entirely usual. That is a blizzard launch per se. Although I was very surprised. I thought I would know when overwatch two was coming out and then people were like, it's out. And I'm like, wait, overwatch two came out. What? How did I miss this? Like, yeah, I mean, I didn't play the first game. I did, and very much. So. I was, I was to begin with. Like, oh yeah, that's right. That was a thing that they were working on. I didn't know that yeah. it was coming out this soon. I mean, I was aware. I was well aware of it. I just didn't. I guess I didn't pay attention to the date. Um, but yeah, there's all sorts of problems, and of course, they shut down Overwatch One because Overwatch Two is essentially just. A continuation of Overwatch, so yeah. Uh, which I understand them doing that. Um, although that you know, they even if there's something to be said about playing the older game versus the newer one. If you don't like the newer one, I mean, I mean that's what WoW Classic is, right? That, that's the whole thing around WoW Classic is people reliving the old WoW days that you know aren't the new wow days so mm-hmm. yeah you think you might have learned your lesson with that but i guess not <laughs> um yeah. and then uh as obviously as we mentioned last week uh stadia stadia is uh shutting down but at least uh google is offering to refund, refund. all the equipment that people bought i don't yep. know about the uh game I'm... side of it this much surprised, which is zero. Oh, yeah. Zero per, su- per surprise, because when that thing was announced, which I think was at Game Awards uh, one of the years, yeah. I was like, I was like, no, not a thing, not happening. Like, I'm having troubles talking to you, and it's just me and you over Discord and streaming it to Twitch. Like... My internet connection can't handle that, apparently, even though it very much did when we upgraded our internet. You know what? I'm going to do, do an internet test. I'm going to see <laughs> those. Yeah, I mean, that sort of goes hand in hand with the uh, discussion that we had in my workplace about, like, infrastructure in the U.S. Like, both, like, are our country's cell tower connections and accessibility and the country's infrastructure in regards to high-speed internet is very much behind other countries Mm -hmm. and definitely needs to be improved like it's that what we're paying for it's actually 80 over 280 megabits per second download and 5.06 upload Nice. It's actually, I did the. Uh, we have a four hundred megabit per second one. Um, I 
sometimes I've seen it get between up to like f- five to six hundred megabits per right. second. So because it's never a constant thing. So uh, like other countries have high speed fiber op- optic stuff that is leagues ahead and you know it takes very little time to download things there's very little drop with streaming and whatnot yep yep and one of the reasons why i don't stream is the connection here and well just the space i mean heck you can see in the background so i got laundry i gotta do sitting in a basket <laughs> Won't be the case when I get a place. Um, so other Blizzard news. Uh, there's more Diablo 4 talk, which I follow very closely. Mm-hmm. Um, there's uh, talks of hard release dates at this point. Um, we know because of the Microsoft conference a couple months back or a month or two, maybe. Um that it is going to be coming out within the first half of 2023. Um, speculation is putting it in March. So quarter one. End of quarter one. Um, there was a le- whole leaked like 45 minute video from the beta from the friend, family and friends beta. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was, has been taken down a lot of places. I did not watch the leak because, again, I'm not really into leaks. But things were looking promising, according to people who saw, saw it for mm-hmm. Diablo 4. Uh, there's been controversy about the pay model, though, because uh, it is a inbox game, uh, like Diablos are. So, like, you know, we talk about box game, like, we're paying... Let's say, you know, between 30 and 60, maybe $70 for the game. Uh, and there are various bundles of, like, the standard, the deluxe, the super, whatever edition bundles of starting the game that give you different exclusive yeah. mounts and other things. Um, unfortunately, as much as I love the Diablo series and as much as I love some blizzard games uh they are ultimately a company that wants to make money and i'm at least happy that they are keeping it to cosmetics Mm -hmm. uh even if they are exclusive cosmetics um so you don't feel like you're you don't get fomo cosmetics did you see that uh within the monster Hunter community there's some uh strife going on that apparently we'll get to that people are we'll get to that kicking people out of lobbies for having the uh layered weapon dlc yes we we will that was another point i wanted to talk about today because we will get to that okay i'm gonna get on my soapbox to the monster hunter community today (laughs) so Uh, i don't know if you saw ea revealed uh wild hearts which many people are saying uh resembles monster hunter mixed with fortnite yeah, I could see how people would say that, yeah. But I, I wasn't done with Diablo yet. So oh. the uh, the cosmetics also have like a premium currency and there's a battle pass and there's all this sort of like 
modern monetization things going on. Um, a, at least there's not a subscription to me. B, it's all cosmetic. Uh, C, I will probably pay for the battle pass because I'm a sucker for Diablo. I just am. <laughs> I will just do it. Um, I mean, heck, I did the battle pass for Diablo Infinite. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I didn't play it very, very long. Like, I played it like a week before I was like, nope, I'm out. Because right. it's just, it's so much pay to win. It's not even funny. Um, it's just, but to be honest, that thing was designed to be a Chinese pay to win game, like from the ground up, which is, was very apparent from the start. Um, so, uh, I have a lot of high hopes still for Diablo four. It's probably my most anticipated game, uh, until we might see until whatever monster hunter gets revealed next, then we'll see if it's my most anticipated. Um, so, cause we, we will, we will get in further deeper into both wild hearts and, um, the, the monster Hunter things you were talking about with the, uh, layered weapon purchases. Um, my love for monster hunter is there and always will be there. But I'm telling you, man, they are walking on thin ice with me right now. Like, <laughs> I have a lot of gripes that are still on the forefront of my mind because I've been crown hunting and playing again. So I haven't just been playing Bayonetta. I have been crown hunting again. Um, which is the enjoyable part of the game. But Chauncey uh-huh. and I did do some more afflicted monsters, and I have no patience for it. Like... It is, and the afflicted monsters even are, aren't part of the, the problem. As much as I love the investigations, mm-hmm. I having them be have levels and leveling them up has been the most frustrating part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I will be- say it's frustrating that they get to a certain level. They give you a certain level of quests and it sort of randomized too. So you could potentially get a quest that's like right. one or two levels under the required thing to be able to progress the, the reward system. Or if you're in my case, I'm level 89 right now, as far as that goes, that, that request level. Mm-hmm. And I will get, uh, I will get stuff that is like 20 above my my highest for that monster Mm. um i will get i i will get stuff that it's like hey you have to grind to get this and it's all randomized right like all of it's just randomized yeah so you get some that aren't necessarily randomized but if you need to do like a tier one monster and we're talking something like Arzorus, Izuchi or something and tier one monsters start out at like whatever level 30 or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. And when you purposely like try to grind a quest to get it up, it's one at a time. So if it's at mm-hmm. 30, 40 and you're, it's asking you for a 71, like 
you're not making that. That's not possible. Yeah. Like. And it'll cycle to the next monster that you have to progress within usually what, right. three quests. Usually. Sometimes it's up to four or even five, I think, sometimes. Um, I know definitely four. I don't, I'm not sure about five. So this whole system, I, and no other words for me, just sucks. Like this whole end game that everyone's been so excited about, to me, is the most frustrating thing I've had about Monster Hunter ever in the games. Uh, as far as like Monster Hunter to me community-wise, that's the problem that we're having right now with the layered weapons. I don't necessarily have a problem with people paying for cosmetics, as I don't have a problem for it with Diablo. I don't have a problem with for it for Monster Hunter. Even the layered weapons being paid for, I don't care. If you want to spend money on that, I don't personally think they are that good to pay money for. So I will speak with my wallet on this. I will not buy them. I don't care. I'm not upset that those exist, right? Yeah. Um, but kicking someone out because they paid for a cosmetic or not, that's a little much people. Let's, let's just, let's just, let's just take a step back. And this is like, this is going back to the four ultimate days of people getting kicked for using insect life. That's not a reason to kick someone. I would say it's a little bit different because it is, it is a it is a difference. It's essentially people protesting against it, what they feel should be free, but it's punishing other players for it. When right. I would say it should just begin and end at you deciding not to buy them. Yes, you you are actively causing someone else's experience to be lesser. Because you're upset with what the company did. That is still cosmetic. It is not affecting the game in any way. Mm -hmm. um, and if you're going to make an argument, you know, just say counter argument, right? Oh, they spent development resources on it. Um, when they could have spent de development resources on X and Y. Um, that's just a circular argument that's never going to get anywhere. Because you're just going to mm -hmm. say, well what else would they have spent the, the resources on? And in, in insert a, you know, argument a insert person's wish of monster and or mechanic and or other thing to be worked on instead of what they're doing. And to be honest, as much as, you know, we love the series and that kind of thing. And as much as I don't like what's going on in the end game, asking them to do something else is not realistic and or, you know, feasible. They have their plan, what the game is, and they put it out. Certainly feedback is welcome and uh, appreciated by both them and the community for them to listen to feedback. But once it's done, it's done a lot of the time. You know, we're talking feedback for the next game most of the time. Or if we're talking balance changes, like we saw that happen with um, Rise in general. We saw Charge Blades make a comeback that were just like garbage in base Rise. We saw other weapons. I think there's been a lot of cry for Longsword being too good still. Um, I haven't really paid attention to that aspect of the community because, once again, as I always remind people, 
when you talk about monster hunter, my emphasis is on the monster, not the hunter. Most people emphasis on the hunter. So I don't tend to pay attention a lot to those weapon mechanics and balance and all that kind of stuff. I'm paying attention to the monsters, which, you know, I had my complaints because I felt like it was less monsters and it is still less monsters, but then, then, uh, let's, you know, even world and iceborne, but it's fine. Um, I like the stuff that we're getting now. I'm not offended by the content we're getting other than the afflicted stuff. Like the afflicted mm-hmm. stuff is, is, is my complaint, but to be honest, this has been the same thing since beginning of fourth gen. Here is artificial difficulty number one, number two, number three, number four. You know, every game has one now. And I just hope it stops at some point. <laughs> I just want to play the game. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm having a problem with the actual content versus, you know, not a having a problem playing it. Uh, you know, I still play it occasionally, but right now it's been a crown hunt search and I'm up in the thirties of flaming Espinus hunted. So, right. Um, yeah, I've gotten a few random crowns here and there. Um, what was it? I think I was doing just a random, I think it was a three monster quest with, uh, three or two with uh mm-hmm. um vampire boy melzino and i got yeah. the large crown for him so slowly but surely making progress well outside of the three new monsters i am still done so i have and uh, with the three new monsters i only have one crown so far i have a large flaming espinus uh, which was my very first Flaming Espinus hunt, was a large crown. Um, and I got an even larger crown, uh, while specifically trying to crown hunt it uh, this past week. But still nothing as far as a small crown progress. I've gotten smaller ones that have hit the size, you know, broken my smallest size uh, record. Right. But no crown yet. And there's really only two quests that you can do, and he does appear in an expedition, which does suck, because now getting expeditions to pop with a monster you need, if it is indeed the monster you have to hunt, is a problem. So I'm relying purely on the the odds, the math at this point, and it's just not going in my favor yet. Yeah, and then uh, got title update three coming in late november Mm-hmm. which yeah we're all, we're already in october yeah which doesn't list uh any new monsters it states variant monsters and powered up monsters so i imagine we'll probably see more risen more afflicted would be my guess mm-hmm. more probably more risen you're right which I'm okay with, honestly. I don't think Risen are as bad as Afflicted. Um, they actually have new moves. Mm-hmm. They're categorized as different monsters. Um, have you fought Risen Camellius yet? Oh, yeah. Uh, I, be- I believe my first and only time I've hunted him so far, I did it solo and I was down to my last uh, cart out of the four okay. that you get. So 
That was a bit challenging. I've, on- I've only hunted him with Chauncey so far, oh, and actually, no. I have. I was down to my last cart out of four on Flaming Espinus. Oh, okay. Because his his fireball explosions in the poison were were rough on me. Yeah. You have to run from those regardless. Yeah. Even with my guard up, it doesn't it's not it's not feasible. <laughs> so um and I still cart on that quest twice every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Like I of the 3, I think uh, Flaming Aspenus is the most difficult, honestly. Yeah. I like uh um, Mizu though. I like the uh Yeah, he's good. floating orb of destruction that it puts up. Have you ever uh, flinched him during that process, and it, the the it actually backfires and blows up on him doing damage? Not yet, no. It's fun. <laughs> it's the first time it happened. I did it, and I was like, "Oh, okay." Uh, not the first time. I think it's the second time I fought him. Um, I I haven't been like again. I haven't been playing a, a lot with Chance. It's just been. He's been wanting to get back into it because the Risen Camellius is his Camellius being his favorite monster. He really wanted to try Risen. Yeah. So uh, we did this thing where we have been doing essentially everything he wants to. We haven't been crown hunting. So that's why I started crown hunting on my own because he's not helping me with that. <laughs> he's like, I'm going to play and we're going to do what I want to do. And I'm like, all right, I guess. Whatever. So there's that. Um, but but back on my soapbox to people. Don't kick people out of rooms unless they're being rude or something like or you 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 already have a group and you're waiting for someone. In that case, just use a password. Like if you really have that much of a problem with people being in your rooms, just have a password. It's not that hard. That's what we do. Now we have a password that you know in the discord everyone knows it's not a big it's not a big secret but you know we have people join and we hunt together and stuff like it's not the game's there to have fun and if people want to buy a dlc thing i don't think that that's anyone else's problem like i don't i haven't i've seen some discourse of it on twitter where people are like oh you know monster hunter shouldn't be doing this we've never done this before and i'm like um well they didn't have layered weapons in iceborne did they i don't think they did yeah i think at the end they did no they did at the end yeah at the end um and it was only but there was never you know like it's not i don't even layer my armor like (laughs) Like, I don't, like, so I'm so far removed from this. Like, I don't even use the in-game layering for armor and weapons, let alone buying extra ones. I want to look like how I look. Like, I want to look like the armor I am wearing. That's just the kind of hunter I am. I am not a fashion hunter. I will occasionally use an armor over a different one that might be a little better, because I like how it looks better. Like I like a full helm look instead of seeing my face on the game. And that's a lot because, well, back in the day, people wanted to look cool and it wasn't layering. So they just wouldn't wear a helmet, which is a good 
fifth of your armor and they would die because they don't have armor. So that's just scars from my Monster Hunter 1 days. But, you know, mm-hmm. I still prefer to wear a helmet just for aesthetics. Um, uh, no. Although, have you, did you see my uh, set I put on Twitter that I've been using? So I've been using full flaming espinus, <laughs> all of it except for the head, which is silver loose. So I'm just like in a trench coat biker mm-hmm. look with a with a Rathalos helm, just running around. Like I I we didn't really talk about it much because you were gone, and then we had the quiz. So we haven't really talked about this update. Do you like the new? Change to chain crit being just called, uh, Bill. What is it called? I don't remember, but I haven't. Uh, no longer called chain. I don't think I've used it much. Yeah, they changed chain crit to the new. It's like blast build build up or something. I don't know. It's it's basically the more you hit the monster, the more bonuses you get. Yeah, I know that there's um, uh status build up, and I think that's on the uh violet miss. Mizu armor, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is on Flaming Espinus. They changed oh, yeah. Chain Crit to. Uh, they changed Chain Crit to be a new skill. They've completely renamed it. Mm. Um, and I don't. Re- and they ch- I think they even changed how it works uh, to a degree. So I'm not really super. I, again, this is a hunter thing where I'm more of a monster guy. But, you know, mm-hmm. I thought that the change was cool. I'm using it. There's a new skill that is really cool. I don't remember the name of it, but you build up a meter. You know when you get the lantern bug and you get that red health tick? Mm-hmm. You see the dog whining at me? Come on. Um, You build up a blue bar now, and when it's full, it'll protect you from the next attack. Mm. Period. Like, it won't take any damage. Uh, excluding the big fireball by Espinus. Right. Like that, that will get, uh, that will get through that health. <laughs> but uh, it gives you a shield. So the more you hit, you get a, sh- a health shield. And it actually gives you like super armor too. So like what I like to do now, because I have to sharpen mid quest, uh, because my new set no longer has um, any handicraft. Versus I used to have full handicraft. Mm-hmm. So I had to sharpen more often. So I'll build up this this this, sh- this health shield, essentially. And then I'll sharpen when there's an attack that can go through me. And he'll, like, I'll take the hit to sharpen. But it doesn't do anything to me because I have the, the health shield. And just let myself sharpen. Right. <laughs> Fair enough. So... I usually just... Because it doesn't knock you out of the animations. I mean, that's kind of what I'm doing, but I'm also being a little more lax about it because I can take the hit. Mm -hmm. So, and also when you're soloing a monster, like, it's just... Even with the cat and the dog, like, it's just... They don't always target those. Yeah. They're mostly at you, so... So, yeah, I, I don't know. I've enjoyed the new set. Um... I have nothing but good things outside of the afflicted stuff for Sunbreak. Mm-hmm. So, but but the the afflicted stuff really like is a big minus for me. So you know we talk about game of the year, which is you know we're 
you know, three months away from talking about that. So I, I keep a running list and I Sunbreak kept falling and falling and falling down my list. Um, and we talked, we talked about making it a top 10 cause it came off my list. And then I was like, okay, but there's enough games that I need to talk about at least 10 games. Like mm-hmm. I've got so many, so many to talk about because we still have stuff like Bayonetta three coming. Mm-hmm. And as much as I'm not a super big Bayonetta fan, um, this might be pretty good because I really like Bayonetta 2 as far as mechanics go. And if they improve on it th- further, Bayonetta 3 might be a big one for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I still have to play Deathloop, which I'm told is super good. So I haven't done that yet. Yeah, I've got access to that on both both consoles. So I might get that at one point. It was given to me for my birthday from Brian, and I haven't touched it yet. Okay. Because <laughs> he, and as you know, that's in January. Mm-hmm. So he was like, nope, you got to have this, Cham. You got to do it. And I'm like, I'm not sure I want to. I'm not, please don't do that. And he bought it and was like, darn it. Now I guess I have to play it at some point. Mm-hmm. But I have been putting it off. And I've been putting off um, Horizon Zero Dawn as well, as you know. Like, I haven't tried. So, with me giving Mass Effect a try, I should probably give that a try. And I just... My ga- my gaming has become very, I don't know, felt regimented lately. Mm-hmm. And not that it's a bad thing, but I'm just like, okay, I really would like to try to get things done. But I was like, I'm not leaving myself any room for, like, not... A, like, for in the top 10 list, you know, if we had five, right. I'm not leaving myself any room for some great games because at this point, there are games that are going to talk about regardless, but so it might end up with this list that is like not indicative of my favorite games of the year per se, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense, because I'll be leaving out these games that are really, really good that I played this year that I really want to talk about. And there's a, there's a list of seven of them at this point that I'm like, I have to talk about this game. I was like, I got to extend it to 10. Like, I, I, yeah, I mean, I've got, uh, obviously not coming out this year, but I've got, uh, breath of the, well, not breath of the wild legend of Zelda tears of the kingdom. Yeah. And, um, the new Dead Space, well, not new, but remake. the remake of Dead Space pre-ordered. Those should be next year unless Zelda changes. Then I've got uh, God of War Ragnarok and uh, Callisto Protocol pre-ordered as well. Those are next so, year too, right? I'm pretty sure. Uh, I believe Callisto is this year, Ragnarok. No, you're right. Callisto is is this year. See? That doesn't really leave room on my list for Callisto if I didn't have room. Like, there's room on my list now, but... I am currently... This might pop oh, up on my computer. Why are you... Yeah, it's popping up. Why are you being so slow? Yeah. It did pop up on stream for a bit. But my running list is uh 
eight right now. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't include stuff like I might really enjoy Callisto Protocol. I might really enjoy Pokemon nope. Scarlet and Violet. November 9th. That's not a lot of time to get so. that done before Pokemon. Because yeah. isn't like. Oh, yeah. Speaking of Pokemon, have you seen uh, Wiglet? Oh, yeah, the Diglet that looks like a kazoo. Welp. I was going to say it looks more like a nematode from, like, Spongebob popping out of the ground. No, the, there was a lot of things on Twitter about the, the, the white Diglets looking like kazoos, baby mm-hmm. kazoos. I was, I was quite amused by that. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for Scarlet and Violet. The, the girls are over the moon for it. Um, part of their birthday presents, which their birthdays are here in less than two weeks. I actually won't have them on their birthday. I'll have them right mm-hmm. after their birthdays. Um, part of their birthday present is Scarlet and Violet when it comes out. The other part, I got them yeah. some jewelry. And then uh, Giraffe Egg actually has a new evolution that oh, cool. focuses more on the, the butt. giraffe part. Oh, the giraffe part? Um yeah, because uh, you know how Girafferig has sort of the smiling tail bulb thing? Yeah, that's, that's dark. That, like, morphs around its head, so it's got, like, a sort of, like, pseudo-mouth thing mm-hmm. over its actual, like, giraffe head. So, an interesting uh, evolution of a, uh, what is that, third-gen Pokemon? Yeah. It's an old one, and it's uh, it's not got a lot of love. So I, I like how they do that sometimes, though. They update some Pokemon that, that need it. Um, mm-hmm. I don't get into the competitive Pokemon scene, but I do like watching videos about it on YouTube. And I recently mm-hmm. saw one how uh, Purloin and what Lep- Lepardion actually had a really um, meta like like meta defining moment in uh pokemon where they would play with assist and the only move uh and if you remember do you know what assist does the move no so it takes it takes a move from a random pool of all of your other pokemon fainted or not and does that move and they have a special talent or hidden talent that any move that isn't an attack, which includes assist, because assist itself is an attack, gets plus one priority. So they get to go first than most other moves. So they'll do a high-powered attack at most other moves. And what they did is they used something like fly dig or dive and the most use dive because there's nothing that's resistant against water moves yet mm-hmm. <laughs> so they would use dive so what they would do is they would have dive taught to their whole team right yeah and uh, all of the other pokemon the yeah no not up the odds a hundred percent the odds so they would dive at priority you know, higher priority. So dive under 
They're untargetable, right? Opponent's attacks miss. Because there's no priority on the move, the other attacks go first on the second turn. Mm -hmm. Then they come up and hit. They were unstoppable. They were invincible. There was like, because of the mechanics of the move, it was undone. And it, but it wasn't, there were certain things that could get around it, right? There was counterplay to it. But if you didn't have the certain counterplays, you're done. There's nothing you can do. You're just going to get hit. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, I learned about that a couple nights ago. I was like, that is insane. I don't get into competitive Pokemon play, but I do love learning about it because it is just fun. So I, right. I I learned how Purloin was soft banned and how 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 it made assist not able to attack uh, to to get those specific moves <laughs> like dive, nice. dig, and fly and stuff. So yeah. So, uh, so you want to hear a, a not in any order, just a running list of, of my eight games that I can't not talk about? Sure. So Triangle Strategy, Mass Effect Trilogy, Starship Troopers, Sunbreak, Pokemon Arceus, Monster Sanctuary, Jurassic World Evolution 2, Kirby and the Forgotten Land, and Sifu. Like, all of these games have been amazing this year. And I can't not talk about any one of those and we still have scarlet and violet we still have you know callisto protocol we still have bayonetta 3 we still mm-hmm. <laughs> like we're not in the big game season yet and i already have eight i've got a uh dishonorable oh mention i already. have three that i was fighting for a while i uh it was on sale for pretty cheap. I got this uh, uh, jet fighter fighter jet game off the Switch shop. Um, okay. You can't you can't adjust the controls. So it's always inverted. And the no, it's not okay. Inverted. I can deal with that better than inverted. Which, honestly. Oh no, I'm used to inverted flight controls. I I have been struggling because I will push up on the upstick to dive expecting yeah. it to go down and it'll start going up and I'm like, oh gosh, no. And then vice versa and everything. Um and when you put on the afterburners or just speed up essentially because it doesn't like give an effect like you're actually putting on afterburners you just yeah. speed up it like drastically drastically reduces your maneuverability mm. like when you're not in it you can like turn like pretty however much however you like yeah fairly tightly and like you would expect that with the with the speed on instead of like going like that you'd be able to go mm-hmm. like that. It's like... <laughs> that. So it's like half as effective and as like, you'd hope. Yeah, and uh, uh, turning on mm-hmm. the access, instead of being able to turn like that, mm-hmm. rotate like that, it's like 
it's super like restricted and i'm like so far this is the worst <laughs> fighter air, air combat game mm-hmm. i've played um the have you ever i guess the the anti-air ground forces are so, somewhat more mm-hmm. realistic than what you would expect because they like constantly hit if you don't use the um, flares right or like the chap and stuff right but it's like it's got like the weirdest physics yeah that man. can really ruin something and like i i don't like the inverted fight con- the non-inverted flight controls because you know every single game that i've played that has done that because i've played like world war ii um uh, dogfight games. yeah i was gonna ask if you i've played tom clancy's hawks have you played blazing like angels because those are um, those are my favorites that's the that's world war ii the, ones the yeah. world war ii one i was referring to i just couldn't think of the name um i've also i don't know if you saw but i've played heat seeker mm-hmm. on on psp and recently just picked up another copy of that i saw one of the other local game stores happened to have a copy. Yeah, I saw your cheap. tweet that showed it and Freedom Unite together. Yeah. Yeah. Even that with its uh, really simplified controls and inverted because you, you don't have the rotation on oh. access when you like turn. Your plane just, will automatically just rotate and then it'll, it'll automatically, automatically bank. shift yeah. back to flat. Yeah. Even that is is better in my opinion. And it's got a lot better hmm. handling than this game I've gotten for Switch. Jeez. Yeah, because, because all you're doing with a joint because you fly with a joystick usually. All you're doing is rolling and pulling up and down. That's all you can do. There's no turn per se because you, what you're doing is you're you're rolling and then you're banking yeah. up to turn or banking down i guess if you want to turn that way but most people would do up i would think well because pulling mm-hmm. up whether or not you're rolled over or completely up is faster than banking because you you're working the, with the forces the of air versus aileron. against yeah yeah. Plus, like the, what is it? Trying to think about the technical names for these things, but like what the ailerons don't don't go that far down as that far up. To yeah, shifting up. So. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's. Yeah, it's a thing. I remember from playing some flight simulators, but I, I'm not. That's never my strong point so i normally like to use the up and down like i actually had to um in bayonetta there's some flight controls and when there's a game like that where like there's a there's a point there's a part when you're in the water you turn into a cobra and the cobra's like underwater controls are inverted by default and i'm like a cobra isn't pulling up on a stick my brain can't dis like so i want (laughs) to press up to go up and i want to press down to go down like so i it by default they are inverted but i purposely they'll ask you the first time you do it do you want to invert these or not and 
So I'm like, please don't. Mm-hmm. Please don't. Unless I'm pl- flying an airplane, I don't want them inverted. Yeah. And I mean, even even playing a little bit of Flight Simulator, those controls are yeah. inverted as well. Yeah. So, I mean, like, it's weird that this... And there's no option to change it, too. I've gone into the settings for it, and you can't do that. There's only Oof. for music and Oof. sound. So there's no option to change it, as far as I can tell. Unless if there's, like, a separate settings menu that I just yeah. can't access. And it's also, it's also very weird, too, because I, th- I think it must be, like, a a uh, gotcha tablet like a mm-hmm. mobile game that got transferred to the switch or that got yeah, access to the th- switch those happen a because lot it's all touch controls too like you can't navigate around menus with like the arrows you have to like tap and touch oh everything. so it's 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 even worse with that oh. too, in terms of just like the That's ui system terrible so so far so I'm, I'll have to look it up and see, but I imagine this is probably just a, a mobile game that got, uh, ported onto the Switch and, what a horrible oh port it is. Oh my gosh, <laughs> yeah, I yeah, oof. <laughs> so, uh, on a lighter note, uh, it's not on my list yet, but uh, another one that might be going on. Uh, I started Road Warden. I talked about it a couple weeks back, or last week maybe. Mm-hmm. Road yeah, it's Warrior, not Warrior. Sorry, audience, I said the wrong name. It's Road <laughs> Warrior. Uh, so I didn't have any context with what the game was. I just knew that it looked really cool and it was new, and I got it. It is a text adventure game. Um, mm-hmm. you can use a mouse to select your options, but essentially you're playing a text adventure. And it has a limited amount of graphics to sort of show you the area you're at, but you're not actively, you're picking options. You're not actively playing games like, and to be honest, I have quite enjoyed it so far. So I'm going to throw it to the bathroom. I'll keep talking about it. Um, so in this text adventure game, you play as uh it's this fictional world and it's like super dark and super um it, it, dangerous so you're you're then in this untamed wilderness that people have settled in but they're having problems with zombies werewolves monsters dragons thieves bandits so kind of like a very dire D world and you are a road warden who is basically someone who goes around and makes sure that the roads are safe for people to travel in between towns and it is not a safe job you don't make a lot of money but is this text adventure there you meet a lot of characters and you start with a lot of management that is uh, important you have to manage your armor you have to manage your health. So, like, uh, you have to manage your nourishment, like how much food you have. You have to manage, <laughs> like, how clean and dirty 
you look to other people because you'll have like people will not act at like if you just smell terrible uh which can happen pretty easily people are less likely to want to talk and work with you so there's all this kind of interplay of it's also a management game on top of the text adventure which is interesting um, so I was just explaining that there's a lot of things that you have to keep track of in the game. Food, mm-hmm. cleanliness. So like if you're dirty and smelly, people don't want to talk to you as much. Um, I mean, yeah, your armor yeah. and your health and the more, and like, it's pretty simplified. It's just not, it's not like, Oh, good, bad, poor. It's like literally like a pie chart of like, four pieces and there's a there's a Mm. secret fifth piece which is it being empty and then if you take another hit and when it's empty it's like gone or dead or whatever so my vitality is zero right now if i take another hit i'm dead in the game um (laughs) and it's really it's a really interesting and it's really interesting setting like i explained to the audience while you were gone very dark D&D style. Dragons, goblins, and stuff. But it's very dire. It's, you're not some, you know, like, bad A hero. You're, like, a dude that is hired to take care of the roads with these things. And, yes, you are better at taking care of these things than other people. But you still have to... Like, I ran across a group of goblins. And I was like, I'm going to try to scare them off. And then someone, one of the goblins came out of the bushes and stabbed me in the back and broke my armor. And then the options were like, run or fight and die. It was like, literally it says fight and die. And I'm like, I guess run. I guess I'm running <laughs> on the horse. So uh, it it is a very interesting and very like, uh, I would say dire game like that's the way i can describe it is dire because like i ran across a wolf one wolf and it was like a knock him drag him out fight with this wolf i lost all of my armor i lost all of my vitality but goodness gracious did i kill that wolf and it is its head is sitting on my horse like like uh the witcher like where he cuts off the head and it's hanging off the horse so and then like uh, you can't be out during the night because the night is like super dangerous. Dark and so you terrors. have to find shelter. And like I ran across like a guard that wouldn't let me in an area, like right like fifteen minutes before night, and it goes time goes by fifteen minute intervals, and I was like, "Please let me in! Like I'm going to die if you don't!" Kind of thing, and like I eventually did get in. Mm. Um, it was just, yeah, it's just all sorts of crazy. It's, it's a big mystery of, like, you got to help people and stuff. It's, And I only played two hours. Like, I got all of this out of two hours of play. Like, it's, <laughs> it is deep. It is a deep game. Yeah. And the graphics are very simplistic. Extremely so. It's just... <clears throat> I prefer a more active combat system, but it very much reminds me of the old D and D pick your adventure stuff. So mm-hmm. I'm into it. Yeah. I also didn't realize, but, uh, 
It looks like Shovel Knight Dig is already out too. Yes, it is. I got it. Uh, not this Wednesday, the Wednesday before. Mm-hmm. I think it's the day it came out. So that's a roguelike for Shovel Knight. And I've been playing, I've lightly been playing that. Um, I've been mostly playing Bayonetta. Oh, I also picked up five games, six games this week. Mm-hmm. Um, four of which, five of which are on Switch and one of on PS5. So Severed Steel, which is a first person kind of thing on PS5. Uh, it's also on Switch and other things, but it's it's I don't know. It's akin to Ghost Runner. You remember me talking about Ghost Runner? Hot, I believe. Yeah, so. high action, first person kind of deal. Um, mm-hmm. Then I picked up. There's an all. There's an Odd World collection on Switch that has uh, Munch's Odyssey, Stranger's Wrath, and New and Tasty. I didn't need New and Tasty. I already have a New and Tasty, but I've never played Munch's Odyssey mm-hmm. and Stranger's Wrath, so I got that. Um, I picked up like a special edition of, um, I already own the game, but it has all the DLC, which I don't have, uh, Hollow Knight. So the, the Metroidvania that I quit a long time ago. Um, so I picked up that I picked up later alligator, which is like a story game about this alligator in this community of alligators. It's a weird, quirky animal thing. Um, Splatoon 3. People have been wanting to play that with me. So I picked up Splatoon 3. And then I also picked up... Uh, crap, what was it? Um, I can't see it. I picked up something else. I don't remember. I almost also got a... Uh additional copy of four ultimate but i resisted i did because they also had that for reasonably cheap i'd have done it i mean i only have one copy of four ultimate right now it's the one i don't have multiples of right now Mm -hmm. Um, i mean it's the one you like the least too no that's not true the one i like the least is base world before iceborne um but that's because of the number of monsters. I'd probably say try as well. Fair enough. Um, I like four ultimate. There's just I just don't like uh, Apex at all. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, that's gonna kill me. What was the other game I picked up? It wasn't some indie game. Barbie's Dream House. That's an indie game. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I don't know. Uh, I'm gonna look because it's gonna kill me if I don't look. So I'll be right back. All right, I got it. It was bug snacks. Uh, bug snacks for Switch. Mm-hmm. So, I want to play all of these at some point. So that's another reason why I was like, I, this, "This is not enough room in the, in the top five. I just need a top ten. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I need it." So 
I'm probably going to play um, and finish Bayonetta 2. And then I'm probably going to split focus between Road Warden and um, all these other games I picked up. And I still have to do Andromeda as well. Like, I, like Andromeda is in that mix as well. And then, De- like I said, Deathloop. Mm-hmm. Possibly the Horizon games if I get to them. Like, it's just... There's a long list. And I was hoping to play Octopath Traveler again at some point before Octopath Traveler 2 comes out. Which I think is February. So... Mm-hmm. Oh, also I should let you know. Uh, I will probably have to bow out for next weekend on the episode. Okay. Uh, we got baby shower after... Awesome. Uh, I finish with work and then we're also doing... Uh, maternity photos so okay i would never do maternity photos myself but good luck with that i won't judge you for doing that obviously but like i don't know well they're not necessarily gonna involve me but i can be there to assist with carrying whatnot carrying stuff and whatnot yeah yeah, yeah. no that's for sure now you're talking like you're not talking ultrasounds you're talking just like a professional photographer here's what you are when you're pregnant that's what i'm understanding right yeah 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 I, yeah my my ex-wife like to do stuff like that so i tend not to like that <laughs> fair enough <laughs> not not for you for me personally i would not like that personally mm-hmm. um yeah and all that mentioning of games i still didn't mention elden ring even though i beat it like, I know most people are going to say Elden Ring was their best game of the year, but, like, everyone, you needed to play more games. <laughs> if Elden Ring's your yeah. best game of the year, you need to play more games. Like, I'm sorry. They're good. There's a lot of good design that goes into those games. They're not particularly interesting. Now, this, is, this is a personal opinion, obviously. Obviously. But I'm just... I'm not hooked by... Th- those kind of games in they're not going to be what's top of my list ever even aside from Sekiro Sekiro I think did top my list that year mm-hmm. that was it that's the only from software game but it's probably ever going to top my list right so um well, today's like kind of a rambly episode, but honestly, the news ones, like I said, are always the worst for me because like <laughs> I have so little time, especially today, to look at stuff. You know, outside of like, well, there's also not consistently major news. No, there's not. So. I mean, I think the biggest news this week was the Mario movie, right? Like mm-hmm. the 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 first official teaser trailer is what they called it, but yeah our first look and, you know, get to hear how Bowser and Mario sound. Um, I did like how the Koopa introduced Bowser. I, I did like the, mm-hmm. the magic Koopa's introduction. Um, and how the Koopas were very, uh, afraid of Bowser as he's walking through. Like, right. It was, it was some good cartoonish personality there that I enjoyed. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I just, I I just haven't. I'm probably gonna play more Bayonetta tonight. I don't know. I might do more Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter has become my podcast game for now. 
because I, I don't have to think. Mm-hmm. I'm just hunting while I'm listening to something. So. Yeah. I'll eventually get those crowns, but I'm not near as driven as I was because of the end game content. <sighs> Fair enough. I will say I've definitely been feeling burnout from the the curio investigations, so Yeah. 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 I mean yeah. <laughs> I can't disagree. Yeah, even with four people I feel like they take a while sometimes. So They do. They really do. I just It's like it's like this wonderful milkshake being topped by a dog turd, in my opinion. Like, it just ruins it. It really does. I'd maybe just say sour candy. I wouldn't go to that extreme. No, for me, it's a dog turd. For, for me, it's like full, like, link, like a blinky turd right there, dog. Like, I just... I've, I've been more vehemently disappointed. Oh, I haven't shown you. I, 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 Sausage the only person that's seen this. I for, keep forgetting. Monster Hunter Rise Candy. I think I've seen those. Oh, okay. I think. I still haven't eaten it, eaten it yet. I will eventually. They're supposed to be mega potions. Because hmm. it shows potion plus honey. The symbol on it. Uh-huh. So, we'll see. Still haven't eaten them, though. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I mean, Japanese candies are usually pretty good. I haven't, I've enjoyed them when I've gotten them from, like, the Asian food market and stuff well, here in town. We don't have that thing. I'm not in a big city like you, so my friend Jared got me that. I mean... We're a decent-sized city, but I wouldn't say we're a big city. Yeah, I mean, you're outside of what? Milwaukee, right? I mean, Milwaukee, Madison, and I'd say arguably Appleton are bigger cities than than Green Bay. Plus there's like Sorry. Lacrosse and Green Bay. Eau Claire. Gr- Green Bay. Sorry. You're in Green Bay. So... Mm-hmm. I know about Green Bay and the other one I said that I've already forgotten. Milwaukee. Milwaukee. That's it. And that's because of sports teams. That's it. Like, so I'm not very versed on Wisconsin geography. But the Wisconsin Badgers, they're the uh college team in Madison at UWM. Okay. I University of Wisconsin-Madison. A lot of people refer to University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee as UWM. Oh, okay. So, uh, Ohio has a lot of big cities. And a lot of rural yep. cities. Because we have Cleveland, Toledo, Columbus, Cincinnati. So, four major cities. And Dayton probably being another one. Um, Akron. I don't know how much of a big city Akron really is, um, but it's known. I would say that. I don't know how big Akron is. I've never been to Akron. So. Uh. But 
Um, I've never been to Cleveland either, honestly, or or Toledo, but I know they're huge. I know Cleveland's huge. Um, I think we maybe. Oh, well, I have to look at the map again. I think we've maybe driven through Cleveland on our way to summer camp one year. It would be uh, in the northern Akron, part, Ohio, just shy of uh, two hundred thousand population. Hmm. I mean, uh, there. But I would say there's a lot of cities in Ohio. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna look up Chillicothe because I know it's. Whoo, that's a lot less than I thought. Yeah. So Chillicothe, where I'm, you know, at, uh, it's only 21,000, according to the 2020 census. So that... Yeah, Green Green Bay, 107,000. So. Decently sized, but I wouldn't say big, big city. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, I mean, I've not been to, when I talk about big cities, like, I don't think Columbus stacks up to something like, and I would say probably Columbus or Cincinnati being two of the bigger ones, I wouldn't say they stack up to something like Chicago or something like that, like a mega city like that, but, or, yeah. or Atlanta. So I, I don't really, I don't have context for any Wisconsin cities other than maybe Ohio City. So, I, you know, I assume... I assume that Milwaukee is probably about the size of Columbus. I don't know. Milwaukee is about like about thirty thousand shy of uh, six hundred thousand. Okay. Let's see. What lovely tangents we get into. On this yes, show. I know. <laughs> so it is a, almost nine hundred thousand in Columbus. Almost. Pretty decent size. Cleveland, uh, thir- 372,000 about, so. Smaller than Milwaukee, so. Yeah. Okay, of all the things I'm looking up, I all of them have been like, yeah, you're talking about that city, right? You're talking about this city. Oh, my goodness. Um, Cincinnati's a lot smaller. I didn't realize that. Only 302,000. Uh. But Cincinnati also has this thing where it shares a lot of its... It's a bigger city than it would look. Because there's a lot of cities that, that are in Indiana and Kentucky that that commute and work with Columbus. It's why it's called the Tri-State Area. So... yeah. Cincinnati itself is bigger than than the numbers imply. Yeah, if you uh, if you also look up uh, top drinking cities in the U.S., I'm pretty sure around half a dozen or more are Wisconsin cities that pop up on that list. Let's do it. Top drinking cities in America. It'll be Green Bay, Oshkosh, Madison, uh. I believe Fond du Lac or Appleton are on there. Possibly Lacrosse. Farga, no. Th- okay, Green Bay. Green Bay's on there. Yep. 
Uh, you, Claire. Another Wisconsin. Oh, Claire, yeah. Appleton, Wisconsin. Uh, okay, so that's Montana. So, okay, in the top six, you have four so far. <laughs> yeah, sounds right. <laughs> uh, okay, Sheboygan. Yep. Uh, uh, okay, that's an Iowa one. What the? I'm trying. What? Oh. It's a Fairbanks, Alaska makes a list. Oh, cool. Interesting. So that's the top nine-ish it's saying on Google. And of the nine, you have five. So that makes sense. All right. Yeah. You should also now look up uh, Wisconsin town and city names and uh i can correct your pronunciation of them i think i did sheboygan okay yeah sheboygan was fine eau claire though that was one wisconsin dells green bay appleton euclair lacrosse eau claire lacrosse yeah lake geneva kenosha Kenosha, yes. Okay, alright. Alright. This is like the Monster Hunter one. Uh, Wausau? Wausau. Wausau? Okay. Alright, I'm gonna lose on this one. Racine? <laughs> yeah, Racine. Okay. Oshkosh? No, but that one's easy. Yeah. Uh, Waukesha? That... Waukesha yeah. is very Native American, so I can I can get that one. Uh, Janesville, Sheboygan, Beloit. Yep. Fond du Lac. Fond du Lac. Fond du Lac. So, Brookfield, not that Stevens Point. Oh my gosh, Manitowoc. That. Yeah, you actually got that one. Again, well, this is Native American stuff, so like I I can under because. Uh, Manitowoc, uh, the word for great spirit is, is uh, Kiji Manitou. So Manitowoc is spelled mm. very similar to Manitou. Uh, mm. New Berlin. Oh my gosh. Baraboo? Baraboo. Baraboo. Okay. Middleton. Sun Prairie. Chippewa Falls. Uh, that one's easy. Rice Lake. Okay. Toma. Oh my gosh. Menomani? I've not heard of that okay. one. No. Are you just looking at it like at the map or No, this is just like a list of just like down the list of cities. Oh, gotcha. Uh there's like Onatoska. Holy shit, what is this one? Oconomowoc. Oconomowoc? I was close. Yeah, Okana. Okay. Whoo. Okay. Well, the reason why they're weird is because they're they're Algonquin sounding, but I but I'm mm -hmm. my tribe was Algonquin speakers, so uh, not really. I'm, I'm glad I'm doing well on it. I don't know Algonquin per, uh, per se, but I've heard a lot of the words. So okay. 
Mm-hmm. I, that's all I'll do. We'll, we'll we're good. That's, that's a good. I was gonna say keep going down the O's, because uh, I was gonna advise you about the Wisconsin that comes out. So there's mm-hmm. uh, technically Oconto and Oconto Falls. Oconto, okay. Up near us, a lot of people though, <laughs> with the the Scanson accident, mm-hmm. will pronounce pronounce it Ocano. Ocano, yeah. So just completely leave out the T. Oh, I see. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, we get, so here in Southern Ohio, we'll get, we'll start of get, start to get some of that Kentucky accent bleeding in with people. So, um, mm-hmm. I have, um, I have, so people like to insert R's in words here that don't have R's. So the, right. the washer machine, I'm going to go wash my clothes and I'm like, yeah. Uh, the draw. Yeah. I'm gonna, and I'm like, there's no R in wash. Okay. It's just not a thing. Please <laughs> stop it. <laughs> my, uh, my good, uh, my good buddy. He says that wash. He's just, I mean, the li- linguistics and accents and pronunciation is something that people always make fun of. Sure. Yeah. Like there's the, there's the meme of, uh, make a fun of like British people. Yeah, where they're like, "Oh, it's Tuesday, isn't it?" In it, <laughs> Stuff like yeah. That. Oh boy, I I will say one thing that I've always thought was interesting is because I have more of a Columbus accent in Ohio, and mm-hmm. a lot of people say who who have been linguists and stuff is that if you want to learn English without an accent, go to Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> it's like, it's the most flat accent that, that exists in the United States. So, uh, I, mean, I have a boring there's... non-accent. I'm sorry. Well, there's all the... I mean, that tracks, because there's all the memes about, like, oh, no, I'm being taken to Ohio. Oh, no, I'm going through Ohio and stuff like that. I hate like, I hate those memes. I hate them. So, I <laughs> I legitimately love the state that I live in. I was actually talking about this with the girls today because we drove when we drove to the Renaissance Fair. It was about an hour twenty to get there, mm-hmm. and we took a um, not conventional route. Now it's not like we we still were taking highways and stuff, but it wasn't freeways, right? So we were. Mm-hmm just rural highways and you there was a lot of and it's turning fall so there's a lot of really beautiful trees and stuff along the whole way and Cece was like wow this looks so nice and i'm like yeah because you don't you're where you guys live in dayton it's all just fucking farmland i didn't say that you know didn't say <laughs> the f word to my daughter but um it's just flat and boring and that's the way it is around columbus that's the way it is around dayton but you get in anywhere in Southern Ohio, Cincinnati, even Cincinnati's a beautiful city. I don't know if you've ever been there, but there's like nature throughout the whole city. Like, I know that we passed through Cincinnati on our way to a summer camp in Virginia or on our way back. Right. But aside from like downtown, which downtown still has trees and stuff, you know, more curated stuff. But like, if you're in Cincinnati outside of it, you're like, it's still considered Cincinnati, but like, Hills, trees, it's like 
you're going through a small town. It looks like in parts of Cincinnati, like it's just, mm. I, and I love that nature is a big thing here in Southern Ohio. Um, I don't know if you saw on Twitter, uh, but I got some attention for the, the picture I took on the flood wall. It's inside of Chillicothe. Mm-hmm. That's in the city limits. And it's looking at Chillicothe on the most busiest street in Chillicothe, Bridge Street. Now, you wouldn't know it on Bridge Street. It would look like a, a normal small town main drag where there's a bunch of stores. And, and the heck, that's where you could probably, I could probably point to you on that thing. Just behind those trees, there's a Walmart there. Like, it doesn't, you know. But it looks really good. And because uh, the Sayada River runs through the city. And I was up on the flood wall for the river uh, on one side of it. And I just had a really good picture in the morning. So hmm. I just, and that was, I think I took that picture Monday morning and I posted it Wednesday morning because I posted it. <laughs> and then, like, I posted it. And I realized I posted it about where I was and where I took the picture. I was like, oh, well, that's a coincidence. <laughs> Yeah. Um, like, I don't know. I really like my state as far as like just the aesthetics and that kind of stuff. So I really like it here and usually politically, but we're not always the best politically sometimes. So, I mean, that could be said of any state really. Yeah, it's true. It's true. So, uh, I have exhausted most of everything I wanted to talk about today. What about yourself? I mean, we're talking about states, states and yeah, and city names and whatnot. So I think you know where I sit yeah, right now. Yeah. <laughs> so next week we won't have you, but hopefully we'll have both Ace and Sasha back. Um, and then we'll do Morgan, Ace, Morgan, Sasha. Yeah, Ace is you. That's right. Morgan, <laughs> Sasha. I was back. like, have you cloned me? <laughs> no, because because you were out two weeks, so I was like. I was I was used yeah. to saying when we get Ace back when we get, so it was Ace and Morg. Right now it's Morg and Sasha. Now, uh, gosh, when's the last time I took a week off for the podcast? I think it was last September. Yeah, you could always take a week off if you need to. I don't need. To. I don't, dude. The next like the it. next two weeks, I don't have the girls. I'm just gonna be doing nothing. Like. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I need to have the podcast the next two weeks to, to give me some focus, uh, at least. Uh, so yeah. So, uh, next week we probably won't do the monster hunter thing without you. Um, we'll probably delay that. So we'll probably just make, um, make it once again, a grab bag week. Mm-hmm. And then if we can get Fair if we can get Morg, we'll do the Monster Hunter thing the week after. He's been hard to get a hold of. I mean, he's not been on in feels like two months now. Feels like it. Could be a month. But yeah, and then I'll probably be able to make it the week after next week. Yeah, it's a good month because they're. They're planning on, planning on slash wanting to induce Andrea on the 24th, Uh-oh. which is a Monday, but she wants to wait until the 31st, so we'll have to see how, how things, uh, shake out. Mm-hmm. Good luck with that. Or, uh, 
where uh, Bertha is. Yeah, you're going to be in the room? Plan to be. Okay. I mean, I'm not usually too squeamish at stuff, but I would also say that I've never witnessed a live birth, so who knows? I was there for both of them. It was, uh, I did throw up on the second one, but that was unrelated to the birth itself. Um, uh. <laughs> that was, uh, the epidural. Mm-hmm. Um, she wanted to get one. She was like, the first one, she's like, I don't want to do it. I, you know, I want to do this natural as possible. And she was talking about water births and all this stuff. And second one, she was like, now I'm not even waiting now and i'm like all right fine you know like you know whatever you want to do i'm i'm here to support you know what i mean like i'm not not gonna run the show um the, the second one and they tell you the same thing every time they do it because you know they're injecting it into your spinal cord uh they say no sudden movements because it's your spinal cord right like you you right. you could end up paralyzed or whatever so they stick it in, I guess it was cold or something, and she jumps like she's scared. And I went Oof. I went from okay to face fully flushed, burning red, and just fear. Because I was like, Yeah. I now have two kids and a paralyzed wife. Like that was my immediate thought. Like already. Yeah. So about 15 minutes of uh, 15 minutes of me just like I, I just burning hot and then I threw up and then I was fine after that oof um but uh I let her mom cut the cord and hold Emery for the first time and cuz I did that with CC but I, I let her mm-hmm. her mom do that who was also in the room and she was super thankful and stuff and I was like I just don't want to throw up on the kid like I I've, I've done this before <laughs> like yeah we'll see i'm uh i obviously i don't have experience with it so i don't know if i have a strong constitution towards that type of thing i normally i normally do it was it was the epidural that did it to me like that like the thought of having to take care of her being paralyzed and the kids was just too much at that moment for me she wasn't paralyzed, mm-hmm. obviously, but like my brain just couldn't handle the the her jumping. That was like that was like the only th- problem I had. Like the the funny one when Cece was born, my first one, like I was you know holding onto her leg and stuff while she's pushing, and you know like I'm just like focusing on holding onto her leg, and the, you know the baby comes out and they're and everyone's like oh my gosh, and I'm just like now like this flat just like all right it's here cool (laughs) like but that's the way i take super serious situations because like they're heavy right you know like i don't get it stressed out but i'm also just like level-headed about it and i'm just like all right cool here cc's here we're good like Mm -hmm. things are good and then everyone was getting mad at me because they thought I was supposed to be like in tears with joy or something. And I was just like, no, I'm happy. I'm good. (laughs) So don't be surprised how you act when it happens. Like don't, don't get caught up in what other people think you should feel because 
you know, it is a heavy thing to be responsible for a life. I mean, you have Jack, obviously, but mm. I don't know. I don't know how it's different with Jack versus, you know, watching someone come into the from, world from the start. Right. Yeah. From day zero to, but you knew Jack before, you know, everything as well, I assume. So, mm. yeah, it's, I don't know. It'll be a, a fun experience. I, I can't wait to hear when, uh, when you get back. Yeah. I assume, uh, I'll assume I'll have uh, wild bags under my eyes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing I will say, and I, I am not lying when I say this, babies suck. I hate babies. Like, I love my daughters, I mean... but them being babies, <laughs> that there's a reason why people call people being a baby, because it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. I had, son, like some direct experience because i have a baby brother yeah so like when i was in middle school in like 2000 well like early 2007 Mm -hmm. is well summer 2007 is when he was born um so i was in middle school yeah like just in middle school around that time i believe so i got to have fun with uh, changing diapers and all that. And that was my bottles and whatnot. That was my first full year of college. Then it was fun. Uh, I guess sort of, sort of similar but different to your uh, potential paralysis mm-hmm. thing uh, around uh, Christmas time when he was like two or three or four or something like that. He was running around the house with. Uh, and Alf had on his on his head, but it had fallen down and was covering his eyes. And he ran directly into a bookshelf and hit the uh, right on the corner of it with like his temple, his uh, eyebrow. Mm-hmm. So he had a gash in that that had to get stitches. And like he was crying, and I was freaking out, and I I was like obviously like a kid and didn't have any mm-hmm. experience with injuries like that much less a family member directly so i like in panic like yelled at him and then like my dad at the time was like yelled back at me and i was like i fire for you get out of here mm-hmm. yeah it, it, it's a it's a stressful situation for sure jeez yeah because like i was trying to hold like a paper towel or like a uh, cloth on it to hold back the bleeding. Yeah, and he was like trying to push it away from me, and like having a tantrum while being upset about the pain. Probably. Yeah, I was like, "Stop! <laughs> I'm trying to help." You. Yeah, obviously that I just all I could manage was like, "Stop!" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Jeez, wow. Yeah, it's it's gonna be a ride. I, um, up until, uh, I I was the one that got up every night when, uh, the girls got up in the middle of the night. We were supposed to trade off, but, uh, my ex being who she is, it was just me. (laughs) So, Mm -hmm. well, I've 
been sleeping better because I've got a CPAP machine, so I should be able to assist frequently. Mm. Whereas when I didn't have it, I would just be exhausted. Sure. And sleep past some alarms. There were quite a few times where I came right up to like, while working at home, right up to like a couple of minutes before the start of my shift. Be like, oh, hey, cool. And a few times where I overslept on Saturday mornings, so. Yeah. But, but this is helping me. And I'm doing a lot better, so. It's good. Alrighty, well. Uh, so that'll be it for tonight, folks. Um, be sure to follow us at HunterSubPod on Twitter. Uh, and then also here on Twitch. And uh, next week, I think we're going to do another wild card because of your absence, Ace. So we'll uh, we'll probably, I don't know what we'll do. Wild cards, are we figure them out the week of. So some sort of crazy topic. Mm-hmm. Uh I had an idea for a wild card like a month ago, but I don't remember it now. <laughs> I don't remember what it was. So I'll, I'll figure it out. So, uh, yeah. And then follow Ace at Ace Badger Gaming on Twitter and uh, also Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, TikTok. TikTok. I mean, I'm more so on Twitter, I would say. I've only made if, like three videos so far. So I haven't made any. I'm not chomping at the bit i figured out i have an instagram because someone started to talk my one of my old co-workers wanted to talk to me on instagram so I, that's why it was stuck in my mind she wants to send me mm. memes so she ah. was sending me instagram memes which is uh fun i guess it was gotcha one of them was uh uh you familiar with spreadsheets Like, just in the sense of what they are? Yeah. Or how to use them, yeah. per se. Uh, yeah. So, there was one. It was the birds, the seagulls from Finding Nemo. The mine birds. They're like, mine, mine, mine. So, they, they all had uh, hashtag ref on them. Ref, 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 ref. <laughs> so, because, <laughs> like, that ends up with half your spreadsheet sheet ends up being. So, <laughs> it was, I don't know. That was a funny meme. Nice. So, alrighty. Well, we'll uh, we'll wrap it up there for tonight. Uh, thanks everyone for tuning in and listening, and we'll catch you next week. Later's.